Skywatcher Leo T, you hit the road recently and got to really take a look at the stars because you went to Yellowstone. Wow. Yeah. Which did. part of the park? Well, I went to the west side because it's a little less populated. I don't go to the Old Faithful and those things much anymore. I try to get up there to get away from as seemingly strange. <laughs> yes. As, as weird as it is to get away uh-huh. from the people because you can if uh-huh. you get off the road there. You can get off and get into extreme wilderness, as you know. and. You can run into a bear or something. Well, you didn't torment any buffalo, did you? I, you know, I tried. Actually, it was so funny. A buffalo, I was parked at a trailhead, and I see this guy walking off the trailhead, and about five feet behind him comes a buffalo, and his eyes, his eyes, the buffalo's eyes are just, you know, huge. And he's looking at the buffalo, looks like he's looking at me and the guy, and the guy has no awareness that I can tell that the buffalo's right behind him. He gets to his car, gets in the car, opens the door, and he's, he's either really brilliant or not a conscious whatsoever he shuts the door and he goes was there a buffalo behind me <laughs> and sure enough the buffalo just kind of walks on goes down the trail behind the bushes down to the river Ooh, yeah close encounters yep that was it and some thunderstorms and saw an otter that i thought was a dolphin in the river I said, well <laughs> it's probably not a dolphin it's a mountain dolphin yeah, a mountain dolphin the newly mm-hmm. discovered mountain dolphin and uh, so uh, the last night i went camping i went to an amphitheater at the uh, one of the campgrounds there, the Madison campground, and watching the program on large marmots, I, I'm sitting there looking at the, uh, you know, the sky like I would do, and I look over and I see Jupiter just kind of dripping above the hill and it's hanging there, and and slowly out of the northwest, Laura, there comes a big spot just kind of crawling across the sky from pretty much from the northwest to the southeast. So I'm thinking, hmm, I'm watching it, and I think it's probably the International Space Station. Yeah. And uh, so there's some French ladies behind me, and I. I don't want to interrupt the guy doing the program, so I, I motion to them and point up to the sky, and they look. Well, what is that? Quelle surprise! <laughs> so I, I said, I think it's the space station or or the aliens, and they laugh. Yeah. But uh, we keep watching, and, and the ladies keep watching. They keep watching the sky. They're kind of looking around, like oh. And uh, so after this, at the amphitheater, I go back. It's very dark now. I go back, and I'm walking around. And I'm a little lonely, you know. I'm up there camping by myself, and. And uh, so I'm looking for somebody to look at the stars with. And I see these, I see something in the distance, and it, I said, it's either a bear or a buffalo or something. <laughs> and I hear them laugh. And so it's some kids on blankets, teenagers. So I asked them if I could join them, and they said, yeah. So we just looked at the sky, and you could see some shooters going different directions, different colors. And uh, so that was pretty cool. Enjoy that. And it made me realize that the Perseid meteorite shower, as you know, is peaking this weekend. Saturday and Sunday is a good time to, to just go out somewhere dark, even if it's in your, if you can find somewhere in your backyard. Well, it's so smoky. Yeah. Where can one go? You're going to have to go to the desert, right? Well, you can't, you know, even in the smoke, you're going to see some. But if you really want to, yeah, go to the desert or go up to the Uintas or somewhere in the Wasatch or even Little Mountain, your old favorite place. Yeah. You could go up there uh, to see them a little bit better view. But uh, if you stay up uh, after midnight like that, is it Eric Clapton song? <laughs> Hang out and uh, and get some s'mores or something, and just hang out, lay on the ground, or get okay. some lawn chairs out, and you'll be able to see those. And that'll go uh, Saturday and Sunday. They'll keep going to the end of uh, pretty much till August 24th. So it's just something to keep in mind when you're back there. Well, what's the moon phase right now? Are we going to be able to see without getting blinded by the moon? There's no moon to compete with this weekend. Yay! So we'll be in pretty good shape with that. Um, 
also in Yellowstone and then just last night above the uh, Salt Lake City Cemetery, 11th Avenue is a good place to, don't tell anybody, but you (laughs) You can see the deer and the stars. Yes, you can. Go up there and and after about 10 after 9 last night, I could see the perfect arc of the four planets, which are up right now. And it's incredible because you've got Venus and that's in the west and then Jupiter in the southwest, Saturn in the south, southwest, and finally a bit lower in deep orange Mars glowing away. You know, just a lovely summer constellation, Scorpius, nearby. Oh, wow. So even though it's smoky and hazy, you can you were seeing these last night. Yeah, yeah right. which was pretty cool. And okay. I, I forget the cemetery is, uh, it gives you, you're up a little bit higher if you get up on 11th. So you can kind of look over and see these things because they are pretty low on the horizon. Yeah. But So uh, Mars seems like it's really close. Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't be that difficult with a space force to go to Mars. Probably not. And, and what is this space force of what you speak? It's like Super Troopers or whatever that movie was. Oh, yeah. Super Troopers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, sounds sounds kind of evil. But How that, far away is Mars? It's only about 35 million miles away only. right now. Yeah. Only. Which, cosmically speaking, is just an eyelash away. That's true. So, you know, some of the people I talked to, uh, I stopped and bought a... Um, some a crystal for to put around my neck in lava hot springs mm-hmm. and the guy says oh well you know mars is in retrograde right now <laughs> like oh okay is that what every crystal dealer tells people they, <laughs> they do and mercury is in retrograde as well is that a double whammy it's double whammy so he's like well don't try to make any business dealings or anything right now i'm like well when do i make business <laughs> dealings it's always going on so uh you know but i admit you know, Mars is pretty close, and it's the only thing out there between us and the sun that's that big. Wow. And it's that close, so don't you think maybe a little gravitational pull might be... A little bit. Could have something to do with it. There's no moon either this weekend, no. so it's all Mars? It's all Mars, and uh, and uh, so who knows if that's having a little pull on us humble Earthlings. Also, speaking of Mars, you know about this. The uh, They found a lake about 12 oh, miles yeah, yeah. across. They did. A blue spot on the red planet, right? A blue spot on the red planet? A mile of ice at the South Pole of Mars. Scientists say it's too early to say what the implications may be, but... Mm-hmm. So below a mile of ice at the South Pole, 12 miles... Is that 12 miles of a lake? 12 miles. Uh, it's 12 miles wide. I'm not wow. sure. They didn't say what, what the complete dimensions of it. That's what we need, though, to be able to really put a colony up on Mars is a water source. Yep. Among other crucial life-sustaining yeah. things. It would help. And, and you could refuel your rocket ship off of the hydrogen from the water if you oh, wanted you to go. get back. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, they're uh, thinking about all that. And all, sometimes people look at the sky and... I don't know. One of the things uh, that uh, we talk about a lot is that when we look at the sky, it's it's our heritage around the world, all of us. It's a global heritage. It's a global heritage. It's something we have a common bond with everybody, every living person and probably animal. You got some uh, mythology to share? Got a little bit here. And uh, shall we check out the Inca Milky Way? Okay. At the time of contact, the Inca controlled the largest territory in the history of the New World. The Inca Empire spanned the Andes from Chile to Ecuador to the Inca... The Milky Way was, and still is, referred to as a river flowing through the sky. Its source is said to be terrestrial in the runoff of the Vilcanota River, which runs southeast through the heart of Peru. Now, they think the souls of the deceased were said to go to the Hurinpaca, or upper world. Even while a person was still alive, the soul visited the Hurinpaca during sleep. Dreams were believed to be the views of the upper world as seen through the eyes of the soul. And uh, do you want to hear the Aztec? Oh, let's hear the Aztec. The Aztec creation myth begins with the fourth sun ended and the sky fell from its great height, covering the earth with its ruins. The celestial waters flooded the earth. 
Texcatlpoca and Quetzalcoatl heaves the sky back into place. The two gods then transform themselves into world trees to provide more stable support. During the setting of the sky, a path was worn through the wilderness of the stars that became known as the Milky Way. And here's an interesting one. I thought the Sioux of the American Plains, you know, they're broken into different groups, of yeah. course. Oglala and Lakota. So Oglala was Crazy Horses group, and and uh, you had Sitting Bulls group and all these different groups. And they believed that souls traveled along the, the Wanagai, or Ghost Road, of the Milky Way. And the Milky Way is said to be the campfires of souls waiting to come back or go to another world. Man, that's awesome stuff. Oh, yeah, so. We're all looking up, aren't we? We're looking up and we're looking all around. And, and there's an interesting quote here. If you'd like you got to a good it. quote to end with? It's, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's from uh, a guy named Alan McRobert. He's the Sky at a Glance editor, which I use. Uh, he's one of, the, one of the sources I use here. And he says, Objective reality exists. Facts are often determinable. Vaccines save lives. Carbon dioxide warms the globe. Bacteria evolve to thwart antibiotics because evolution. Science and reason are not political conspiracy. They are how we determine facts. Civilization survival depends on our ability and willingness to do this. So, Alan McRobert. Alan McRobert. Sky at a glance. What a guy, huh? That's some wisdom for the uh, ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you, Skywatcher Leo T. Thank you, Laura Jones. Look up, look around, get a little bit lost in space, and keep tuning in to Radioactive KRCL. Hey.